Welcome to Labors for the Lord, the podcast dedicated to the Word of God. We hope that this blesses you and inspires you to seek the promises and the love that the Lord has for you. Now, here's your host, Craig Majors. Ninety-five percent of all Christians have never won a soul to Christ. Eighty percent of all Christians do not consistently witness for Christ. Less than two percent are involved in the ministry of evangelism. Only two percent of Christians share their faith on a regular basis. With all of our education, our fine buildings, our image of the church, we are doing less to win people to Christ than our unschooled forefathers did. We are no longer fishers of men, but keepers of the aquarium, and we spend most of our time swiping fish from each other's bowl. So how should Christians be known? How should we be identified? I can tell you what it's not. It's not by clothes, It's not by what we drive or the homes that we live in or even politics. Paul gives us a very clear teaching uh, on how we should be identified, how we should be known as Christians. And he does that in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we know prophecy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So how should we be known? We should be known by the love that we have. And this, this isn't just love that we have for those that are inside the church. It's, it's for those outside the church as well, for our neighbors, for our enemies. In Mark, uh, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, when one of the teachers of the law asked Jesus what the greatest commandment was, Jesus said the greatest is to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he went on to say that the second is like that to love your neighbor as yourself. And Paul, when he, when he wrote this letter to the Corinthians, he was writing to a church that 
they were really having some some problems. They were uh, dealing with pride. They were very in, impressed with themselves. They were impressed with with all that they knew. They were uh, arguing. They had internal debates about leaders that were followed. And but Paul says, without love, nothing else matters. It's 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 more important than what you know and 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 the leaders that you follow. In verse one, he says, if I speak in a heavenly language, but don't have love for other people, it doesn't matter. Verse two, he says, if I know all mysteries and can explain all of these things that are beyond uh, my comprehension, if I don't have love for other people, then I'm nothing. He goes on in verse three to say that I can serve, give everything I have away and be known for all the sacrifices that I make in life. But if I don't have love, then none of it matters. Now, I'm not making light of all these other things, uh, self-sacrifice and service and spiritual gifts and knowledge. All of these things are important. But if we do these things to exalt our, our own name, and it's not done out of love for other people, then it's it's not important. Scripture tells us that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And here in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7, Paul describes what love is and what love isn't. And he's not talking about just a feeling, but he's talking about action. Uh, the love that he's talking about is it's it's very concrete. In First John, uh, chapter three and verse eighteen says, "Children, let us not love in word or tongue, but in deed, in action, and in truth." And I heard someone say one time that uh, love always costs; it will always cost you something. There's always a sacrifice. It might be time. You might have to sacrifice your time or or money. Um, but you're going to have to sidestep things that you think are important for the love that you have uh, for someone else. In verse four, patience, that is the first word that Paul uses to describe what love is. And I'll admit this is somewhere that I really, I really struggle, but, but I know I have faith that my Lord will, he will bring me through that. And as I grow uh, if, as I become more uh, mature spiritually and, and my walk with the Lord grows closer, that you know, I'll, he'll bring me through that and, and it won't be such an issue anymore. But the only way that we can grow in patience is to reflect on what Jesus has done for us. So how should we be known? There was a, a man named Francis Schaeffer. He wrote a book called The Mark of a Christian. And he, the, the, this book is built on the teaching that the mark of a Christian is love. So that's how we should be known. The mark of a Christian is love. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God. 1 Samuel chapter 9 and verse 6. There may never have lived a more unique individual than Lester Roloff, born on June 28, 1914. Roloff was raised in Dawson, Texas. Following salvation at an early age, he sensed the call of God on his life and began preaching at the age of 18. 
He realized he needed some training, and so he went to Baylor University in Waco, Texas. He took his milk cow with him and sold her milk each day to pay his way through college. Whether preaching in a church, flying his small plane, raising money for his children's homes, or fighting legal battles in court against those who hated his ministry, both saved and lost people recognized quickly that this was a man of God. It seemed he was always in the middle of a big battle, but he had a big God and his faith in him was unflappable. Often as he preached, he would just start singing and no doubt his favorite song was Living by Faith. The words would characterize his life. I care not today what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord I know ruleth over everything and all my worry is in vain. I know that he safely will carry me through no matter what evils be tied. Why should I then care though the tempest may blow if Jesus walks close to my side? Living by faith in Jesus above, trusting, confiding in his great love, from all harm safe in his sheltering arm, I'm living by faith and feel no alarm.